You're listening to The Over 50 Entrepreneur, the podcast that's dedicated to the business builders who are only getting started when most are winding down. This is the place to discover how to create more freedom from your business while growing the value of your business. Now here's your host, Rick Hadrava. Hey everybody, this is Rick Hadrava again. And hey, this is another special episode of the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. You know, during these times, I'm just continually looking for ways that we can provide resources, uh, broaden our network, and simply be a place that's helpful for entrepreneurs like yourselves. And I I asked uh, my guest today to come on. His name is Chuck Rayhill with Waddell Rayhill CPAs. And you know, Chuck is somebody that I got to know several years ago, actually before I launched my recent business. Um, and he was just a really good soundboard. He helped me structure kind of the entity and gave me real good counsel and guidance. And so I called him and said, hey, Chuck, would you spend a little time with us on this special episode? And so I want to welcome to the studios, actually via a phone call, um, my friend Chuck Rahill to the Over 50 Entrepreneur podcast. Chuck, thanks for joining us. You bet. Thank you for having me. Chuck, why don't you start by giving us just a quick little background on your firm, um, and then we'll get into maybe your thoughts on some of these things that have presented themselves over the last few weeks. We are a tax consulting firm in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We have another office in one of our suburbs in Edmond, uh, we we primarily provide consulting services, but of course we also do compliance services. We do the return preparations. We also do accounting and payroll as well. Uh, so for a for a firm that's that's really a two office firm here in Oklahoma City, uh, our client base is uh, is uh, very dynamic. I mean, I would say probably thirty to forty percent of my clients are in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we've got clients all over the world. We're a very high level consulting firm, so. Uh, these are some interesting times that we're living in right now. So you can imagine how much uh, how much has been put on our plate just really within the last two weeks. Absolutely. Well, you know, um, it, it for you, I imagine it's not just COVID-19 and what we're dealing with there, but now we have tax delays. What do we, Chuck, July 15th is is now the, the date for not only paying, but filing. That causes problems, I imagine, for you guys. The SBA stuff that's coming out, you and I briefly mentioned it last night. Talk to me a little bit about how this is all changing for your firm and how you, as an entrepreneur, are coping with all these different things that you have to, that are in front of you right now. Well, it was, I can tell you that at one time it was nice just to get to the plate and just get all fastballs, but uh, every once in a while you get a curveball and it seems like the last two weeks have, have thrown in some sliders and change-ups and everything else. And as an entrepreneur, you've got to shift to hit each of those pitches and, and it's shifting very quickly. From a, from a ba- management perspective with a, with a firm that has, you know, people of all different age levels. Uh, you know, being able to to manage that to, uh, you know, we're seeing returns on our investment in technology that allow us to produce. You know, we, we have to shift. We have to adapt. You know, if you don't adapt, you die. That's a that's an old cliche. So we've had to adapt in a pretty fast uh, time frame in a very short time frame to just continue to to be there for our clients, which is what we are here for. 
uh, we're a personal service uh, company. We don't sell the widget. And I tell you, I'm really thankful for that because the discussions I've had with my clients, and now I'm going to get down to the, the micro with, with my clients, is, is that we're consulting them in a number of different areas now. We're consulting them uh, with regard to, hey, how do I keep my doors open? Um, we're consulting them with how many people do I need to, to think about furloughing? What are the rules about furloughs? What are the rules about layoffs? How do we file unemployment? So you can imagine that our umbrella has grown quite significantly to help protect our clients from the rainstorm. And, and now the SBA loan has come in and we're assisting clients with SBA loan apps. And it's, um, we've had to change. Uh, there have been a number of different questions that have been posed to us uh, in the last two weeks that we haven't seen in my 30-year career. I think we're all we're all um, experiencing that in some form or fashion. You know, this is this is a once in a generation, once in a lifetime kind of thing. Chuck, let's let's circle back real quick. You know, so we hit on the tax stuff a little bit. Let's 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 jump off of your expertise for business owners. Is there anything that we need to be thinking about? from a tax perspective, because right now we have so much coming at us, right? It, it's our financial situation. It's our personnel. It's our customers. Um, just a multitude of things. Is there something that we ought to be remembering and, and, and confronting right now from a tax perspective in your mind? No doubt. Um, from a tax perspective, the first thing we need to be looking at is we need to understand the intent. We got the third stage of the coronavirus relief passed last night. Uh, the first stage was the extension of the, in the tax side, was the extension of the filing deadline. The second stage were the employment tax credits. The third stage was the one last night. And forgive me, but I, I haven't had the opportunity to go through it thoroughly, but I've got a good idea with the framework of it. Is that right now, we need to make sure we're out in front of things because we, we have businesses all over the country that have been shut down for weeks because of this. And they have employment tax credits that are available to them already. So, so we, you've got to get out in front of identifying those employment tax credits, being able to utilize those employment tax credits very quickly. We just got guidance yesterday from the IRS on how they're going to process these employment tax credits when you file your quarterly 941s. So you have to be out in front of it. From, a, from an ownership perspective, from just a business management perspective, the great thing about things like this, as terrible of a time as it is, both economically, socially, and all different areas, the best thing about this is, is that this is an excellent time for a business owner to take a reset. It's, the, it's really, it, it should be a shorter span than we had in 08, 09, but I think it's a more critical span. In other words, it's kind of like getting cut with a thousand knives like we did in 08, 09, as opposed to taking one deep bayonet to the chest like we have right now. And so, so when I say that is it gives us a great opportunity for a reset. We get to use this to improve ourselves. We get to use this to improve our business. This is something that will expose holes in your business if you're not careful or if, if, you're, if you're fortunate, to be honest with you. I, I made the comment where I, I, I told a client, I said, said the, uh, I told my team, I said, the best, the best thing that comes out of things like this is we get to find out how weak we are. Because if you want to find out how weak something is, put a little pressure on it. Good, good and point. And now I see my business owners taking a lot of pressure that they normally have never had. I have, I have clients that literally their income went to zero, zero overnight. 
I have clients that are food brokers. When the restaurants closed, their food, their income went from, you know, what they, what was a hundred to $200,000 a month to zero overnight. And and And, how do you, how do you overcome that Chuck? Right. I mean, if you're not, if you're not planning accordingly and you and I've talked about some of the concepts that, you know, we think for business owners make a lot of sense in the good times to prepare for these, but, but, um, these, these guys have to pivot and, and, and figure out where this is going to survive. It's the old passage of revenue. It's the old math formula of revenue less expenses equal profit. Okay. And, and, and in, in a lot of instances, we're always so focused on that top line, that revenue line. What happens if we can't grow revenue? What happens if we lose revenue? Well, you only have one place you can go, and that's to reduce costs. So generally what you want to look at is you want to look on your, your profit and loss statement. You want to see what are my, where do I spend the most money? Where is my biggest expense? And, and that's the first place you go. That's where you go find out exactly where you need to make your cuts because that's where you're going to take chunks out of your costs. And unfortunately, in most, in most service organizations, that goes straight to labor, which means your employees. So now we have to go into furloughs, layoffs, et cetera. We go to a four-prong approach with our employees. We, we identify there's low, uh, there's low performing, and then there's essential. And those are the two branches. So you have low performing, high performing. You have essential, non-essential. Obviously, low performing, non-essential, those are the first places you go. High performing, essential, that's the last, you know, that's the last place you want to go whenever you think about evaluating your workforce, especially if you're having to make the difficult decision of making cuts. You know, I, I found an interesting deal. You know, I, I do a lot up in the Pacific Northwest, and, and I was sitting down with a business uh, uh, advisor, and, um, and he was telling me a story, and, and he talked about, um, and he made the comment, he said, do you realize in 2008, 2009, no company let go of a person that was absolutely critical to the go forward of the operation? That, in other that, words, very, very insightful, right? They, they're no, valuable to the company. Absolutely. Nobody was let go that was going to be tasked with grabbing the rope and dragging the company out of it. And, and that's where the high-performing essential employee comes in. In the same respect, you've got your low-performing non-essential employees that you, you know, now all of a sudden that, that they, they kind of look like a, you know, you're, you're overspending on app subscriptions. You're, you're overspending on this. You're overspending on that. It's, it's stuff that you have that you've stuffed your profit and loss statement with that you, you don't really feel it in the good times, but in the bad times, they literally bark at you when you look at it. So, you, you know, that's, that's what we're telling our business owners, especially in the service business. As far as the, um, the, the you know, if you're in a position where you're capital intensive, where you have to spend, mo- spend money in the, the form of cost of goods sold, inventory, et cetera, to make money. Well, a lot of that problem is going to be fixed for you because supply is not going to be there. Because you're, you're, it, it, it's a down chain deal. It all trickles down. So, but, but you still have to look at how much can we conceivably sell? We can't get long on our inventory. You know, some basic principles that you want to look at that, again, in the good times, you don't feel them. In the bad times, glaring. And, and that's the opportunity on the backside of this is you're going to be, you know, thinner. You're going to operate more efficiently. You know, it's just like you and I will joke a little bit. We, we attempted to get on the call today, had a few technical difficulties. Um, we managed, right? Because that's what we do. We overcome. But this is, I think this is going to be a huge growth area 
for online and, and, and that kind of thing because it's cost effective and you can communicate, you, you can still see people differently as an example. I really like your, basically your quadrant that you just shared and it kind of ropes back into this is a time for your team to improve themselves as well. Um, let me ask you this. Let's, let's, let's just go back and circle around a little bit on a tax question I have. I've seen some things out there in social media and different emails that I get and recommending that, hey, keep a file of all your COVID-19 related expenses. And I got to be honest with you, I, I don't know that how I would identify it other than in the moment, but do you think that that's something that's good advice or, or what are your thoughts on, on that kind of approach in this environment? Absolutely. I think you want to. And the reason why is because they, the, the, this is where the in economic injury, the SBA loan comes in. All right. The SBA loan that has been granted disasterloan.sba.gov. This is in the state of Oklahoma. The application for this loan is till December 21 of 2020, meaning that you can go apply for a loan now and they, they'll patch your payroll. They'll, they'll loan you money to keep your payroll going. But there's an opportunity to recapture those expenses. And I would assume it's the same across the, across the country, is that there's a deeper date. And the reason why you want to keep those COVID expenses is even if it may not be payroll related, you may be able to recoup those costs through the SBA loan. And we don't really know how long this is going to go, Rick. I yeah. mean, this, this could go for months. I mean, I, I, the question that's been asked is, is that once you put everybody in quarantine, when can you decide to actually lift it? When Very, is the good decision? Question. Very good question. And so, so I think when people talk about two weeks, I think we need to be prepared. I think the president said yesterday, or better, better yet on a local level, uh, we were talking about, you know, keeping an ice, people in isolation until April 16th here in Oklahoma. The president has talked that he wants people back to work by Easter. Uh, I think that that is admirable. I think it's a goal to shoot for, but I think we need to be prepared not to meet it. I think April 30th is probably a better date to focus on. So if that's the case, we're looking at five weeks that we right. may be completely out of touch with one another. That the, the worst thing that's going on right now is the absolute stoppage of the flow of money and in many instances, the reversal of it. And right. if you reverse the flow of money and it goes for too long, too hard, it's very hard to turn that wheel the other way. And so, so I think right now is an excellent opportunity for us all to, um, I think now is an excellent opportunity for us all to review where we are. This is an opportunity for us as leaders to show our leadership to our teams. We're not, we, we don't panic. I think we have to show control. We're going to show younger generations of business leaders how we operate here. And, um, and so, so I think that, that showing them that, you know, I don't have all the answers. I had one of my team come up to me and say, hey, what does it look like April 15th? And I made the comment. I said, I have no idea. Do you understand that one week ago, it was a totally different world than we're in right now? So how can I expect one week from today to be the same as we are right now? I, I can't predict that far in the future. So I, I think that for us to have long-term goals, uh, to, to evaluate things through potentially the end of April, to do our cash burns, to see exactly what kind of capital we need, use the tools that are available to us. I think that's the best thing we can do for our business right now. This is an opportunity, as you said, not to be cliche, but this is an opportunity for us 
to identify and improve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chuck, it's, it's really good. And I appreciate that. Listen, if, if somebody wants to talk to you about tax strategy or the SBA uh, stuff, they have questions or anything, what's the best way for our audience to reach out to you um, if they want to visit a little bit more? My name is Chuck Rayhill. I'm at Waddell Rayhill. I'm in our Oklahoma City office. Our number is 405-842-3662. I also have, we also have a Facebook page as well as uh, a Twitter account uh, at Waddell Rayhill. Uh, and there's no Y in Rayhill. So it's just R-A-H-I-L-L. And um, I, and, and people are welcome to reach out for me. You can imagine I'm pretty much on the phone all day long right now. But if you, if you do want to reach out to me, uh, you can also reach me by email, which my email address uh, uh, is uh, C R A H I L L C Rayhill at W E D E L R A H I L L dot com. And you can find that on our website, which is Waddell Rayhill dot com. And, right. uh, and I'll be more than happy. You know, it's, it's kind of turned into a 24 hour job. You know, Rick, they, they kind of gave us a little bit of a breather on tax season. Uh, the April 15th deadline, but then they filled it with all the other stuff. Uh, but I really want people to focus in on this SBA loan because the goal of the legislation to this date is to keep people working, to keep your payrolls. And, and that's, that's why these loans are being put out there. And they're trying to alleviate some of the unemployment claim. And, and I, I just, I like the way Congress is, is, is doing this. I like the direction the administration's taking. I think that we need to become more targeted in it, but I'm going to give them a break too. None of us have ever seen anything like this before. I've never seen it. And and they're working on the fly just like we are. So two weeks, it's literally two weeks ago. It was a totally different, totally different business world, business or totally different economy than we have right now. That's right. And, but, but it too shall pass. And like you said, we yes, don't know, we don't know the time frame, but we have to stay focused on what's in front of us right now. And, you know, I've said this before, but also look forward. And so Chuck, I really appreciate you being on the show guys. You can get more information um, and the show notes to this episode by visiting our website at www.epicsbiz.com forward slash podcast. You can also, if you want, uh, send me an email at rick at epicsbiz, that's epicsbiz.com. And we are doing a series of free Friday Zoom calls, bringing on experts, helping you, you as entrepreneurs broaden your network and just trying to share resources and what's available. Um, we have some really good special guests that will be joining us. If you'd like to learn more about that and potentially join us on one of those free Zoom calls, just send me an email at rick at epicsbiz.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thank you for listening. And remember, we're only getting started. The Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast is sponsored by Epic Business Advisory, where we help entrepreneurs escape the owner's trap, build businesses that can succeed without you, allowing you the opportunity to realize more freedom, think bigger, and pursue next-level goals. Download our freedom formula at epicsbiz.com formula. And remember, we're only getting started.